The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. Jesus says, In those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken, and they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, keep awake. For you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening or at midnight or when the cock crows or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. This is the first day of a new church year. And this church year, we will spend most Sundays listening to our good friend, St. Mark, who in the very first line, describes his gospel as the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We just heard his first offering for the new church year. And I was just wondering whether that sounded like good news to you. In those days, troubles and suffering the sun will go dark, and the moon will not light, and the heavens will shake the stars from the sky. To me, that sounds like chaos. Whether we think something is good or bad usually depends on where we are standing when we get the news. William Willimon, who was the dean of the chapel at Duke University, once told a story about a mission trip to Honduras, one of the poorest countries in the world. One night, after working all day at a free clinic in a poor little town, some doctors and nurses and students and local folks were sitting around a fire chatting about their favorite Bible verses. 
Of course, the usual suspects emerged. John 3.16, Psalm 23, the Sermon on the Mount. But then a small Honduran woman said, I love the words toward the end of St. Mark's Gospel, where Jesus tells his people that the temple will be destroyed. The stones of the temple will be thrown down. The moon will turn to blood. There will be wars and revolutions. And everything will be burned. At first, the folks from Duke thought that something had been lost in translation. But then a nurse leaned in and whispered, I talked to her at the clinic today. She's had four children, and three of them starved to death before they turned five years old. So for that poor woman, the chaos of the last day will not really be chaos at all. For her, it will be the end of chaos. The end of chaos is a pattern that we will welcome over and over again this year in the Gospel of St. Mark. You recall, I'm sure, that St. Mark's Gospel is full of monsters. There are demons in the desert, the synagogue, and the graveyard. There is a leper, a paralytic, and a man with a withered hand. There is a woman who just cannot stop bleeding. One girl has a demon. Another, just 12 years old, drops dead for no good reason. King Herod chops off John the Baptizer's head and gives it to his wife as a party favor. The crowds that follow Jesus are hot and frenzied. The sea is cold and stormy. Colder still are the hard and unrepentant hearts. At every turn, someone is hungry, yearning, terrified, begging, blind, or broken. Each one of these is its own kind of monster. And our world is not really so different, is it? So like that poor woman in Honduras, whether you think the Son of Man's return is good or bad, all depends on where you are standing when you get the news. And from where Jesus is standing, hip deep in a world full of monsters, the second coming does not look like chaos at all. It looks like the chance for the chaos to end. This year, as we listen to the Gospel of St. Mark, we will see Jesus coming to each and every kind of evil with gravitas, with a calm presence and a clear purpose. Jesus will not react to the troubles, and Jesus will not give in to the darkness. And Jesus will not join the panic. 
Instead, Jesus will size up each and every evil, and then in his own time and in his own way, Jesus will do whatever law and gospel thing needs to be done. Jesus will heal the sick, and Jesus will feed the poor. Jesus will still the sea and quiet the crowd, and Jesus will raise the dead. Jesus will touch and teach and chase away the demons. He himself will die and rise. He will make wrongs right. Jesus will stop the chaos, and Jesus will show the way, and Jesus will bid all of us to be his disciples. Follow me, he will say, because Jesus wants all his children home again in Eden, each and every one, with him in light and joy and order forever. The promise of a new church here is that Jesus is on the way, on the way here to us to solve the chaos of our world, to finish off death and the devil and sin once for all. It may be that Jesus will come back today, or it may be that Jesus will come back tomorrow. But whenever Jesus finally does ride his own clouds down to see us with great power and great glory, you can be certain that Jesus will put an end to our world's devilish and chaotic nonsense. And on that day, you and I will want to be standing in a gospel place, a forgiven and an obedient place that lets us hear his news as good news, standing in a gospel place that lets us welcome him and not fear him. On that day, we will be in the right spot if Jesus has taken away our sins and if we have taken away the sins of anybody who has ever sinned against us, forgiving them as Jesus has forgiven us. Then when we see the signs of his return, we will be standing in a holy place with pure hearts, ready to welcome Jesus as he judges us to be his own, his beloved, his children. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.